Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast, the podcast that will teach you to take your Shopify store and turn it into an automated sales machine with the latest marketing, email, sales, and social media advice, strategies, and tips from experts without the fluff. Your host, Caroline Belinska, the founder of JustAskParker.com, the only small marketing task agency for Shopify owners. With over 10 years experience in marketing, manufacturing, design, and e-commerce, she shares her knowledge and interviews the experts to help you in your journey to success. Now, here's your host, Caroline Belinska. Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast today. I'm your host, Caroline Blinska, and I'm so glad to have you here. Today is a very different and very special episode, so I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you do, please leave a comment in the comment section. Please send me a message in the Facebook group, which is Winning with Shopify. Let me know that you love these episodes because I plan to do a few more of them. So what today is, is I'm taking you through live a private coaching session that I am doing with a client of Just Ask Parker. Now, this particular client, just to be completely honest, and open with what we've done is I've asked her to come on the show and I've treated her exactly as I do a normal client because I saw huge potential in what she was doing and I wanted to bring this to you to show you exactly what we go through with private coaching clients and because usually with private coaching clients they do pay money to have me help them so we do keep everything confidential So in this case, Nicole has been nice enough in exchange for me giving her the coaching sessions at no charge. She has actually allowed me to record this to provide access to my audience to listen to it. So this is super special. And while every single client is different, and I do explain it in the actual session, every client is different. But the way I take Nicole through this session today is exactly how I take people through their sessions no matter who they are, no matter what business, but really it comes down to every single client is unique. I have edited out some things to make sure that you are getting the most of your time. So on today's episode, it's actually the first session that we had together. I am planning on doing four full sessions with her. So I do want to bring you the other sessions in much more of a condensed version as well. Leave a comment and let me know what you think about the session. If you have feedback, If you have questions of your own that you want to answer when it comes to your business, come into the Facebook group. It's completely free. I answer questions in there so then we can all share the experience and share the information amongst the group. Nicole was absolutely blown away with how much she learned in this first session. And I am 100% sure that you are going to get so much great information for your own business out of this session as well. So let's get straight into it. Okay, wonderful. We have Nicole here. Nicole, how are you today? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Very, very good. So what we're going to do, Nicole, I've got you for a couple of sessions and I'm going to take you through exactly my normal coaching process. I'll just explain to you exactly how I do that. So what I normally do is that every single client I work with is completely different we are all about working on your business and when you're, where you're at. I sort of have an idea of where you're at, but our first session today, we'll really be going over that in more detail, really what you're trying to achieve. If at any time you want to interrupt me with anything, go ahead. I've always like sort of got my plan. I've got a rough plan of where I'm going and then I just sort of interject and I'm always writing notes down. So never feel like you can't interrupt me. I'd rather you interrupt than forget what you're going to say. So always interrupt and we'll sort of go down a path where Every single session sort of ends up where I start off asking you a couple of questions, you go over the questions that I ask, and then we go completely in the direction you need to go. So you can go ahead and ask questions. We work on what you think that you need at the moment. If at any time, anything that you're bringing up, I feel like it's not the right time to be discussing it, I'll just tell you, hey, this is not the time for that. Let's discuss that another time. And we sort of I need you to go on the path where you're already going. So there's no point in me sitting down and saying, we're going to do steps A, B, and C, because you might not be on that path at the moment. So we're going to go that way. By the end of today's session, we're going to have a good idea of what's next. And I'm going to have a list of tasks for you to have done before our next call. Before we can get on the next call, you'll have to have had all those tasks done. So I get really strict on this because I've been doing this for a really long time. 
And in the past, um, I used to say to people, okay, that's fine. You know, we'll jump on another call and then next time you can do it. It just doesn't work. So I'm going to set you some tasks and you need to get them all done before we do our next call. Otherwise, there's just no point in moving forward. And then you end up getting too backlogged and overwhelmed anyway. So normally what I like to do is leave one to two weeks between each call, but never more than two weeks. Two weeks is usually because you've probably got other things that you have to get done. So once a week is the best time. I sort of set enough tasks that you should be able to get things done in a week between our calls. But if you need two weeks, then that's fine as well. But no more than that, because then it just means that you're not taking action on your business. Absolutely. Okay, no problem. Perfect. Okay. So let's just get started. Like I said, I never have a real direction with anyone in the beginning because I've got my list of things that we will achieve and cover over the time, but let's just talk about where you're at at the moment. So you came to me at Just Ask Parker, you wanted marketing help and my company was helping you with marketing tasks. And then I reached out to you and said, Hey, I can see some things you need to get done that you need to sort of do more of your foundational part of your business. And that's when we decided we'll get on these calls. So let's just go over where you're at with your business when it comes to the foundation, because I suggested you made some changes to your website, which you did go ahead and take action on straight away, which I really liked. So let's just go back to why you started the business all together and then where you're at at the moment up until now. Okay. So we, I started the business with um, some friends who aren't part of the business anymore. I think that's typical when you start a company, great ideas at the beginning and uh, and then people start to uh, fade away. But we, we essentially started modern recreation because we weren't necessarily, it's coffee. So it's specialty coffee. It's the premium coffee that you can get. And we started it because we had connections to roasters, baristas that were winning the world championships that were very innovative. We were learning about roasters going into single origin countries that were having issues with the government and drugs. And these roasters really wanted to help the farmers kind of stay in coffee and not be bullied by the government. So when we heard these stories, we realized that one, we had access to amazing high grade coffee And two, we were able to really focus more on the people behind the coffee as opposed to just the coffee itself. And so that's where Modern Recreation came in. And the concept was to put it into a subscription. We felt that it was an easy way to connect these roasters and this amazing coffee to people at home. So that way you're not having to go out um, to the cities particularly to get this amazing coffee. Okay. So what happened with your partners and just quickly, mm-hmm. like, how did it separate from where you're at now? Yeah. So we put in a lot of funds to build up a completely irreverent website, which was phenomenal. We went to designers that were more in print than website because we really wanted to be different. We didn't necessarily want just the coffee shots. So we were all very excited about that. And then half way into it one of the partners their business began to pick up Uh, they had another coffee business and so it was either us or them um, the other company and the other company was uh, part of their family so they really felt that they needed to go and look after that business instead of being part of a startup again which was fine they were the kind of bridge our connection to the coffee. So they still play a role in curating um, relationships with modern recreation and these roasters. So they have a less involved role, but other like if we have questions, for example, or we need connections that we can't make ourselves, they're happy to come in and do that. And the other business partner had given it a year and his wife had started a company. And and so she just really needed permission to be full fledged with her company because she'd spent, you know, the 10, 12 years at home raising children. And so they decided that he would step more into a home position than working on different businesses. So he kindly asked to recuse himself from the business, which left just me with a lot of investment into this company and uh, it was way too much to just close the doors at that point so I thought I would give it a go. No fantastic and it sounds like you still have a lot of great people around you you've surrounded yourself with great entrepreneurial type of people. 
absolutely agree. And the great thing is, is it's put my husband and I in a position. So my husband has stepped away from his nine to five job and um, we're just, we've reevaluated, you know, it's business and it's family and trying to figure out this balance. So it's a new season for both of us, but we're willing and tenacious and you know, ready to do the work that we need to do. Cause we know it's a great concept. We know that the time is now and we know that we have um, some advantages in the coffee industry where other companies don't have. So, so that kind of sets us apart and we're excited to explore that. Cool. Well, that's what I really like about you as well, Nicole, from the beginning. I just love the way that every time, you know, if, for people who don't know that the way um, Just Ask Parker works is that we help with marketing tasks, but then the actual a Shopify merchant has to jump in as well. And Nicole, you've always been one to jump in and quickly take action. So I saw that from the beginning with you and I really like that. So um, I'm really happy that we're doing this together. What I found though, is that with your business, so first of all, we did one of the things I picked up at the beginning with you was that you did do the standard thing that most people do when they come to me, they ask for a website review. And that was one of the first things when I looked at your website was I don't get what you're selling. Mm-hmm. And I explained that to you of, Hey, it just doesn't really make sense because your, your images were great. Like you said, you had great people that you know helped you, but it wasn't really getting across your story. Mm-hmm. So you did make changes to that. So your website does now take on that, initial when you first look at your website you know that you're selling subscription-based coffee Um, one of the other things that we spoke about which you probably didn't see it from that perspective until I said it was that you had when you went to the product page for the purchase you've got is it one month three months and 12 months or something and you had the 12 months as the first price that popped up so people that landed it was like a couple of hundred dollars from memory is that right yeah absolutely yep And then that was the first thing people saw. So that automatically scares people off. So you change that to make sure that it was at the lower end so people can change it up now. And I know where your mentality was coming from was, hey, let's get people on the high package. But if someone hasn't been to your website before, then you're just scaring them off from thinking that that's what they're going to be signing up for. Um, So you took action. You made those changes. I still feel um, that you, what you've just explained is really good because you've said that you're, you're really about the farmers. So it's about the, there's different parts of the chain for you, but the farmers are important. It's about your customer who doesn't have access to that sort of coffee. So I think that what we still need to work on, and this is me as a marketing expert, what I tell every single business owner is that every single business is different. So your subscription model for coffee will be different from the next person's will be different from the next. So as much as someone will say, oh, it sounds like Starbucks, you're nothing like Starbucks. Um, The customer is not the Starbucks customer. So everyone has to understand that their customer is their own unique customer. And while there'll be some overlay to different types of customers and you can sort of take different customers as your own, you still have your own very particular customer. And what you just said then were a couple of things like you're targeting people in smaller towns who don't have access to coffee that's unique from different places, things like that. And then you're also helping these farmers and the coffee growers that people don't realize are going through what they're going through. But I think that that's where we still have that missing link when it comes to how are you actually going to promote what you're doing? You need to get that into a concise couple of sentences. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, when we, when you, we asked you to come and do the website review, that was um, the, cha- the first change that we did away from our first initial website, which was so custom designed um, with Shopify that I couldn't even add pages. And we felt exactly what you're saying, that people were going, okay, but we just don't qu- kind of get it. So we had, I changed everything over and you reviewed and then I changed it again. And then at that point we got feedback from customers going, okay, we get what you're doing here, but we, we miss, we miss the tone that you had um, in the first website. We missed this about you. So we redid the website yet again. And we were, it's not necessarily that we're focusing on the farms, Caroline, it's the roasters themselves. Um, okay. These, these roasters who are roasting coffee are mad genius. And the way that they go about helping those farms, 
but you're absolutely right. I think we did it a little bit better in our emails um, communication for January's month of coffee in really establishing right away which coffees you were getting, how it was packaged, like you were saying, like, is it whole bean? Is it ground? What can I have? Can I have it again? So we really listened to that and made sure that we were very tight uh, with our email subscribers in describing that. And currently on the website, we've really tried to explain who these people are and just the method that it works. But absolutely, I think it's just working with you and getting better at practicing on how to hone that message in one or two sentences. And I think that's the thing. You end up so close to it I, because I'm, I, we have, you and I have had a lot of communication by email and also by um, the video that I did. That was one thing that I remember now that I picked up on was I didn't understand what sort of coffee it was, if it was ground yeah. coffee beans. And that to you might seem like the most obvious thing in the world, but someone to like me, it's not obvious to me. So that's where you as the business owner can get too close to the product where you go, oh, okay, yeah, that's right. We haven't explained that properly. I love now I'm looking at the new image that you have on your website. Before you had, it was a beautiful image. It was a cover of a couple of people, but it looked like um, people were at like a night market, like a sort of a cute night market. It was really pretty, but it didn't say coffee to me. Whereas now you're actually getting across, hey, it's different coffee. And one thing that you do, one of your benefits, one of your features of your um, subscription model is that you don't repackage things. So it's the original packaging. So every package is completely different. And you do show that on that image really, really well. So it's, I think that's fantastic. It really says a lot. Do you, have you seen a difference in your sales since we started, since you started working with Just Us Parker? Have you seen a difference in making those changes yet? Yes, immediately. So December, we when you we initiated and you started to share with us after the website review, I spent Christmas in our cottage basement rearranging everything. And we just started to see, like I was, I was absolutely mortified. I thought for sure I was going to be the only Shopify store that did not make sales during Christmas mm-hmm. and um, made some of the changes that I could right away. And we saw sales start to trickle in. Fantastic. The minute we changed, the next day we started to see sales come in. So that was really nice. Fantastic. So that's great. You're actually making me really excited because it just shows that, first of all, you know, I can come forward with my ideas from a marketing perspective, but the best thing you did was actually ask the people who are your customers, the people who are buying from you. They're the ones that you need to keep them happy because I think that that's what a lot of people forget is that they're trying to build this business and then it's like, hang on, um, the customer, what about them? They're the ones you have to keep happy at the end of the day. And I find that with a lot of marketing people, they give advice. And at the end of the day, it's like, but do customers actually want that? So what you've done is perfect. Ask the customer. That's the way they want it. And it's working for you. So that's great. Yeah, look, your images are fantastic. Your actual packaging is beautiful on its own. So anyone that's listening, the packaging is um, just a really cool modern box. But inside, you've got the different types of products as well. And so you've got great images that really does work on your um, in your benefit. So have you added more email to your series now? Like, Are you doing more emails since we started working together or we haven't really Absolutely. spoken? No, absolutely. So um, we had people shouting out at us on Instagram, um, especially last month we featured a Swedish roaster, Kopi. Um, It's run by um, a husband and wife who kind of fell in love while they were falling in coffee. And they're champions. They're both champions. So it's very rare to find that. And we found that a lot of people on Instagram are calling us out going, well, which coffees are you featuring? And from the very beginning, we wanted it to kind of be a surprise package where it was like you open this beautiful coffee box and you're surprised to get, you know, what is in there. Um, but we realized that people really wanted to know which were the two selected coffees um, that we were featuring that month. So after some discussion, we decided that we were going to use that to our benefit in our email system. So, you know, in the first week, we kind of released um, the first bag revealed. And we did a write-up about um, Burundi. See, say he was the um, 
the farmer that we went that this coffee was coming from we told the coffee the farmer story we told about how Kopi, which is the roaster got really involved and why they're involved in this uh farm and then we also provided links in that email for people to continue to go on and read more of the story because we didn't want to inundate our emails with too much information just enough information for us that they would want to buy but for those geeky coffee lovers, we wanted to make sure that we pointed them in the right direction to learn more about that farm. And then we did another email template, um, which was the second bag revealed. And we find that we're getting a lot more opens because we're able to track who is opening. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but we're, we're getting a lot more clicks. So people are interested. They're clicking through to see where, you know, we're taking them. And we plan to do that again this month. This month, um, the roaster we're featuring, featuring is the best of the best. No one has topped him um, since. So there's a lot of story to tell there. And we're getting more in depth into how, like, actually how many emails need to go out and keep that conversation going. Fantastic. So there's so much in what you just said. I love it. Um, as for your emails, that would be the exact advice I would have given you. So are you sending out one email a week so you can sort of get four emails out of that one um, brand? Yeah, that's my goal. I think, yes. and we send like, we'll send, um, we do playlists every month. We've, our customers have asked to bring our playlists back, which is an honor because okay. we think that it was a big deal. So there, um, we send out four emails, one per week, and then every other week we'll send like a bonus email that will connect them to the things that they love, whether it's the playlist or um, a video of the roaster competing where they can really see the, um, the potential and the quality of this roaster. And so how many people on your email list at the moment? So we've, we, when we started to talk to you, you only had 75 and then we've been trying to do lead generation like you've um, put forth. So we're at about 130 emails now. Fantastic. So you've doubled it in a couple of weeks. That's fantastic. Um, well, I can say straight off the bat that the fact that you're doing that with your email is fantastic. Um, and it's, I keep talking about it, it's a snowball effect. Yeah, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and faster and faster and then everything's going to take off. But you've got the right base. And that's what a lot of people say to me is, oh, when do I start sending emails? I don't have many people. And it's like, hey, like you said, you had 75 people on your list, but you started seeing a difference in sales immediately, even with such a small amount of people, it does really make a difference. Um, your sign up at the bottom of your website, I think you can change that. So that pop-up that we did for you, we did the um, 10% off on the pop-up we created said your taste buds will love you. Yeah. And we did like exclusive offers, updates, award-winning specialty, international coffee roasters, bringing you exclusive blends not available to the public. So that was something me and my team came up with for you. Um, that straight away, I think, makes people go, oh, wow, this is fantastic. You know, it's, it's exclusive. It's something that other people can't offer. So I think that you changing your footer to have that as well. You can have the exact same thing in your footer. Okay. So rather than having it as two different pop-ups, just make it the same thing. We did that for Privy for you. Yeah. So jump into Privy and you can actually create an embedded form just book it as a task and just ask Parker and we'll do it for you because we can embed it as a form into the bottom of your website. Okay. I will do that. Um, and then just have the exact same thing. We can even do the background with the same coffee because we chose a nice cute little photo of different coffees for you. For the background, we can do the same background even, or we can leave it plain. It doesn't matter, but we can talk about that as well. But I think that because in your footer, it just says coffee news it just doesn't have the same ring as exclusive and not to the public as just the word news. Absolutely. You can really up your um, email opt-ins by changing that. So my other questions are, okay, so let's say next month you've got these amazing roasters and it sounds like this month the roasters were amazing. Um, what happens if someone signs up and they sign up for a month and then they decide, hey, I want to keep getting something from that particular roaster? Do you right. offer something like that? So we don't right now because the costs for international shipping are so large. Fantastic. Okay. Um, I'm writing, I just wrote down a lot of notes, but I think that's sort of, that's it at the moment from what you've said. So I think that the next thing I want to know, that's sort of going over where you're at at the moment. What are you looking at moving forward? So at the moment you've got 130 people on your email list. 
what do you have um, your monthly sales at the moment? Do you know approximately what you're selling and what your goals are? Yeah. So last month we were at about $2,000 in sales. Okay. Um, and we're really just striving for that $10,000 mark. Um, sure. per month. So obviously more uh, generate uh, email generations, uh, like trying to build that up. Um, we are going this week to be promoting um, a giveaway that seems to do really well. So we'll do a giveaway because the roaster right now is roasting the coffee for all of our subscribers. So it'll be nice and fresh. Um, and then we are hoping this month to look more in depth to your suggestion, Glambassador, really finding the right influencers um, to take our concept and our product and really shout it out to the, to their, the people they influence. Yeah, fantastic. So that's what I would recommend. But let's just talk about that giveaway for a second because I think that I'm not going to agree with you. Okay. No, it's fine. That's great. <laughs> so giveaways for me, it's one of those things. I actually had someone last week that I spoke to and she, oh, that's right, I've got a new a private coaching client and she said, I was so excited and then I heard one of your podcasts and I realized that you're going to hate me for doing it. <laughs> because in one way I love giveaways, but there's very, I, look, They've been around for such a long time. I've been doing online marketing for you know, 15 years now. And I can tell you right now that over the years, there's been so many different marketing strategies of do a giveaway, give, do a giveaway. And more than 50% of them will flop more, like 80% flop. But there are great ways to do it. So let's just go through what you're planning on doing and let's see if we can fix that or change it or if it's the right way it is. So what were you planning on doing as a giveaway? No, actually, I love that you're saying this because I don't like giveaways. To me, I just see that costs for the company go up. <laughs> um, but uh, so we have one box um, that we, 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 or we have um, to promote. Um, so it's the ability, like the thought was, it's the ability for people to try a month for free. Um, and have that experience where it's delivered to your doorstep. You get to see, open the box, see the packaging, try the coffee. And every month also, um, the inserts are different. So this month, um, oh, I can't tell you what this month is because then if people subscribe, listen. No, no, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but the previous month, for example, when we did Badger and Dodo, who are coming out of Ireland, they put a keep cup. So it's a travel mug. Um, they did a tote bag. And they did bangles with their logo on it. It was amazing. I, we legitimately had, had issues to close the box. So, wow, so they did all of that in that $75 for a month subscription. Yeah. They get, wow, okay. So it's more than just coffee. We Basically, we want everyone to feel that when you get this box, it's as if you went to the country yourself. You have the story for the roasters. And what we noticed is, especially with millennials, social currency is so important to them. Um, you know, it, it's the reason why like Spotify exists. They get to find out new artists and then go and tell their friends, hey, did you hear about this person? Um, so with our box, when you open it, everything's in its original packaging as if you went to this destination and bought retail bags, but also there's inserts, whether it's a book, whether it's um, the keep cups, the travel mugs, magnets, booklets, coffee grading notebooks. Um, it's all kind of collaborated with the roaster and how do we really take your little spot of the world and collaborate it into a box that people feel they went there without having to break the bank traveling. Wow. So I can tell you right now, everything you're telling me right now, you don't put that across on your website. Okay. Okay. So you're, what you're telling me, I went through your whole website when I did your audit for your website yeah. and this was not understood from what I see. Okay. So I'm the sort of person, I, I think I actually explained, I don't know if I explained this to you. For me, my partner's bought an espresso machine before I met him. So he buys those pods and we have those pods. And then one of my other clients is, has coffee, but she does workout exercise coffee. So she gives me some of that coffee. So I have one of those before I go to the gym, but then I just have the Nespresso stuff because it's here. Um, so I'm not one of those people that's like into the coffee that you sell. That's not my, but I love coffee, but I'm not like, we just have what we have here. 
Um, so for me, I'm one of those people that you could probably easily convert into what you do. Okay. Because I'm one of those people, I'd spend the money if I understood it. I could easily be like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. I've got a couple of friends. They go around to their houses. They've got all the, you know, coffee things and they get into it. I'm from Melbourne in Australia. So if you know about Melbourne, it's a yes. coffee capital. Yeah, so I was very much, when I lived in Australia, it was very much about which cafe do you drink your coffee from, yeah? So I'm definitely the sort of person that you could convert. But these things that you're telling me now, you don't explain that on your website. So okay. we need to find a way to get that across to people. One thing I wrote down just then was what you just explained was in the package for last month. I really want to, I know what you mean, like you don't want to say what's in the next package yet. But what I'd love you to do is create videos of what's inside the package and it's a complete unpacking. Okay. And then with that unpacking, you take out each of the things, you show each of the things, and then you release that on your Instagram, into an email, on your website. You release it all on the day that you want to. Okay. And you just keep on promoting it, promoting it. You put it up on YouTube and you're on YouTube. You're going to do, you know, keyword research. So YouTube is the second biggest search engine in the world. Okay. And we forget about it all the time. Yeah. YouTube, because it's owned by Google, means that when you go to Google and you type in something into Google search, the video has come up before the actual organic search has come up. The organic search is what people are paying a lot of money for to SEO their websites. Okay. But if you can get to the top above, so if someone goes and spends 5000 a month doing SEO for their website to get to the top of Google, you can easily beat them by having a good video on YouTube. Okay. So, and that's a perfect thing that you could put in. You know, you talk about the um, videos about the roasters. Those videos can do really well on YouTube. If you SEO them properly with the right keywords, and first you have to do research on YouTube of what are the keywords people are looking for, what are people typing in, what are people typing into Google, and then you're going to create videos that relate around that. So maybe it's like coffee from Ireland. Yeah, so then you could do, you know, the um, Irish coffee. People will be saying things like Irish whiskey coffee, things like that. But how can you make that sort of refer back to what you're doing to get people interested in that? Right, okay. So I think video, I think that you could do a lot with video. Um, And then, of course, you need to decide when you release it. That's fine. But using that to your advantage, it would be really good. Um, The giveaways... And we can go, we'll go into much more details about your actual marketing. I think there's a lot more in that area and we'll talk more about that. But your giveaway, the thing is, is that I'm in two minds about doing a giveaway like that because one of the problems is, is that you end up getting a lot of people signing up that just want the free coffee. Right. And that's where you have to be really careful because at your price points, you're not talking about a $5 product where you've got a good chance of getting many people to convert. You've got a price point that it's at the higher end. So you're looking at people that are willing to spend that per month. You want to get, have you got your statistics? I think we spoke about this. You sort of want the average person to stay at least three months yeah, for it to make it worthwhile. I think that, you know, in your situation, I'm guessing that it would be around six months that I would have, you know, written down as this is my goal of everyone to stay for six months. Right. Yes, um, absolutely. Is that what you've got? at the moment yep yep okay so if you've got that then signing people up getting even if you've got 200 people on an um, email list that are signing up for a free thing of coffee how many of those people legitimately want your coffee mm-hmm. so I would so I'm not saying don't do it you can do it but you also made a mention of you don't want to just be wasting money on it There's other ways to do it. So maybe you want to do something that every person that purchases goes into a draw to win a free packet for a gift for a friend. Okay. Maybe they have a friend that they can give it to. Another option is is building up an Instagram account by getting people to tag their friends. And this is a really good, fast way to build up your Instagram of tagging a friend who also loves coffee. And then that way you've already got people that are already following you and then they're tagging their friends. So they're already getting people that are sort of more likely to be in that circle. Right. Okay. Because just putting out like an, say a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad saying sign up and um, get a free coffee a month subscription doesn't convert that well unless you're being very targeted about it. Right. 
So it you might sense. have it. Sorry. It makes sense. Yeah. So I don't want people to think that, or I don't want you to think that I'm saying it to not do it at all, but I just see it too many times and I hear it from so many of these so-called experts, run a competition you'll make all this money. That girl that I was just talking about, she ran competitions for six months and the people that were running her Facebook ads, I did it in another podcast episode, they charged her three and a half thousand pounds worth of Facebook ads and their time. And she got 1,500 email signups. I think she got no sales from it. Wow. Like a really low 1% sales or something like that. And she was giving away, but we worked out, it ended up being like four and a half thousand pounds because every month she was giving away a free frame that was worth like 150 pounds per time. And the people weren't buying. So I said, so you're just giving away this free frame. It's a very high end product to people who are never going to buy it. It's like the about five years or more than that, maybe eight years ago, it was really in fashion. And all of these marketing people said, just run a competition, giving away free iPad. And it didn't matter what your business was. Oh, you have a nail salon, give away a free iPad. Oh, you sell cars, give away a free iPad. And it was the big thing. And I was like, oh my God, look at all the people. Of course they're signing up. They want a free iPad. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the extreme of it. But if you think of it from that level, yeah, you're going to have a lot of people saying, yeah, thanks for the free coffee, but are they going to be back to purchase? So you've got to find a way around that. So maybe it might be that they have to enter a quiz competition and answer a certain amount of questions. That's another way to get people who are actually interested in coffee. So you might have like um, answer these three questions or take a survey and go into the draw to win. So it could be a survey of what countries do you want coffee to come from or what sort of like what's your um, depth of flavor. So it might be a survey like that or it might be a quiz of, you know, answer these three questions about coffee and go into the draw to win. Right. Okay. And then you're just eliminating people who are just there for the freebie. They're people that have at least got some sort of interest to take the time to. Of course, you're still going to get people entering it that, and not interested, but it's going to cut down that number. The other option is, is when you do the sign up, ask for more than just an email address. The more questions you ask in a competition or any sort of form, the more questions you ask, the less people are going to sign up. Okay. And it goes down by a lot. So if you just ask for an email address on a website at the moment, the current conversion on just email is 15% conversion. Wow. Okay. That pop-up that you've got average pop-up, Conversion is 15%. You add a first name to that and it drops by nearly half. Wow. So then what you can do is email, first name, and a date of birth, for example. Okay. And then that way what you're doing is that the people who are taking the effort to do that means that they're much more interested because they're taking, it really does, it sounds ridiculous, but it really does change the type of people that sign up. But okay. now if you take their birth date, then you can actually then enter them into a birthday, you know, oh, hey, it's your birthday, you're going to get 10% off, like it's a special offer. Okay, no, that's amazing. We were, I was thinking about that. I'm like, how do I use birth dates for something? So that, that's exactly um, along my line of thinking. So thank you for affirming that with what you're saying. Yeah, so of course, I, I think giveaways are great if done for the right intention. I think they can be fantastic. Um, Just don't waste, like you said, you know, it's $75 that the package is worth. Don't give it away. Another thing that you can do is put together packages based on old, I don't know how much stock you order. I don't know how you work it. But you could even do packs where you do our last three months as like an introduction to what we're doing. Here's the package to let you know, you know, we're going to give you six different coffees just so then you can get an understanding of the types of coffees that you get. Yeah. And you do them in half packages, for example, or quarter packages in smaller amounts, but then right. you're not giving away your new stock. You're giving away older stock that you, I, I don't know how much extra stock you have as excess. Yeah. Um, we don't have, like we only order it's fresh roasted, right? So we put in our order, the roaster roasts it and then we send it out to customers right away. So that would be our only issue is it's great for business. Cause I don't have an inventory buildup, but yeah, I would have to think about like, I think there's brilliance in what you're saying and I'm sure that there's a way to go about it. Um, 
we were even no, thinking- no, no. If it doesn't work, like if you have no leftover stock, then you're very lucky because that's yeah. what most people are like. Oh, I've got all. It's not like you can keep it for four years. Like I had a client that she um, came to me. She was an engineer, and she came to me, and she'd been given all this bad advice by other people. By the time she came to me, she'd spent twenty thousand dollars on a website and about thirty thousand dollars on product on beauty products and they're all natural organic beauty products. And I said to her, how much money have you got for your marketing? She was none. And I went, I said to her, you do know that makeup has expiry dates on it, don't you? And she goes, does it? Uh, I was like, Oh my God. Cause I'm an ex hair makeup artist. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, every single tub has a date on it. And if it's really organic and natural, then the dates are going to be shorter. Yeah. And you just had all this stock sitting around. And I was just like, oh my God, you know, you've really got to start moving that stock. It's not something that you can, you know, sit around for years and hopefully sell one day. And that's why in your situation, I just think that, you know, in, if you ever have stock sitting around, that's a good way to get rid of it. Yeah. Give it away as a competition so it doesn't sit around. Absolutely. Um, so you mentioned something else just then, which another thing you don't get across strongly on your website, you talk about fresh roasters and that means you work on limited stock amounts. Is that right? Do you, how do you actually? So we, um, we, yeah, we changed it on the website underneath how it works. So we now talk about precision roast and shipped fresh. You say at the end of a feature, when's the end of a feature? At the end of every month. So every, so every month we've broken it into series. So right now we're in series 16. Series 16 runs for all of February. And which, yes, I'm explaining this now and realize it's not on the website. So um, series 16 lasts all of February. And then at the end of February, everyone that's purchased that series, we then put the order in with the roaster and then they roast it fresh and then we ship it worldwide. And that also helps us keep our costs down. So where other subscriptions can get it to you the next week, we're not roasters, right? So we wanna keep our environmental impact down and we wanna keep the shipping costs down. So it's just easier to have everything roasted at once and shipped out once. Okay, so what you need to use this as, and I'm one of those people I don't believe in ever lying in marketing. I see some stuff that I just go, you're an absolute liar and that's not good. And in your case, this can be used to your absolute benefit by saying it's the freshest coffee you will ever receive. Okay. Like, you know, and not, I'm not saying word exactly like that, but that is a huge, huge benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Order now, Your, your order will be shipped at the end of each month. We take orders during the month. For the end of that month. Right. Yeah. You want yep. to word it. You have to talk about how to word it properly, but you want to word it in a way of, and then you are going to receive the freshest coffee you've ever received. Nothing like in a store that's been sitting on the shelf for up to six months or up to two years. Okay. Perfectly guaranteed to know that you cannot get fresher coffee than we will provide to you. Okay. I'm just making notes. Yeah, sure. And I've recorded, so you can get the recording as well. That's a huge benefit. Yes. So if I land on your website, it's like, wow, okay. And then you want to have some sort of hyperlink to that is like, what, what's the difference between fresh roasted coffee and the coffee you buy at the store? Yes. No, that, and that's what, what you've just said is a perfect blog. We could write that blog and link it to that blog. That's going to explain it more in detail. It's brilliant. And then that's what you run off Pinterest. So one of your big marketing areas will be Pinterest. And Pinterest is really based on blog posts that you can write and things that people are searching on Pinterest. So people looking through Pinterest, they're not going to type in what is fresh coffee or, what, you know, what is the difference. But there's going to be certain words that you can work out from that. And then you put that into a blog post. And then what you do is you create different Pinterest pins that are going to link to that one blog post. So you're going to write one blog post, like we just said, what's the difference between the freshest coffee and coffee that's been in the supermarket or on the shelf or, you know, how, how do you know if the coffee you've bought from your local cafe is as fresh as ours or something like that, yeah? Because I can yep. go down, thinking about being from Melbourne, yeah? These cafes that I used to go to, they used to have these bags of coffee and it's like, oh, we have this exclusive coffee. 
okay, but now that I'm talking to you and what you're telling me, now I'm thinking, hang on, but was that fresh or did they buy it in bulk once a year to put it on their shelf? Right. So you can really make that your bigger, you know, that is your huge key selling point. So it's not about you doing it to keep your prices down because, yeah, while it is, it's actually benefiting the customer more than anything. Okay. I can, yes, we're going to address that. I'm excited about this. And then the other thing I was thinking on that note, so if I land on here, me as the first-time purchaser, and you say buy a one-month subscription, mm-hmm. how do I know how much coffee that is? Right. That's a very good. So when, and you can direct me if we haven't done. So when you click on subscriptions, it takes you straight to the coffee page and it breaks down um, what is actually in the box. So it tells you right away that you're going to get two bags of single origin coffees, but I realize what you're saying. What I need Where to is do. It? I, sorry, I can't even do that. I'm looking at one month subscription and it just says one time for purchase, subscribe and save. It right. doesn't say how much is in there. It doesn't say that there's a bag or two bags. Okay. So I can fix that. What we, what, and my husband was challenging me on this, so I need to go back. Um, when you actually go, if you go up to the top of the website and you click subscriptions there, you'll see that you come to a page called coffee and everything is explained there so that then when you pick your subscription, um, it's just about the longevity, but I absolutely see where you're coming from that if for some reason you don't make it to this page and you just get to these subscription product pages, there's a lack of information and understanding what you're going to get. So that needs to be addressed and I can address that. Okay. And another thing is people do not read, people skim. Okay. Okay. So think of what I always say to people is a few things. I always say that your website should be the best salesperson you will ever employ. So think if I could employ a salesperson and pay them a million dollars a year, what would I want them to do? And you can even write out a list. I want them to be like this. I want them to be like this. I want them to be suave, funny. I want them to tell the person everything. Everything that you want from a real person, that is your website. Right. Your website has to be like so many people say to me, oh, they can contact me if they have a question. No, 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 no. Every person that contacts you to ask you a question, there's going to be another 10, 20, 30, 100 that never contact you to ask. They're just going to move on. Yeah. So you need to think that you want everything at their fingertips and they're not going to go anywhere else. They're just going to say, oh, everything's answered right here. So you want a big frequently asked questions section. You want the chat box at the bottom that says, that pops up, I use mini chat, and that says these are the main questions. So one of them might be um, what's the delivery date or how fresh is the coffee or, you know, think of a couple of questions. And then one of them says frequently asked questions. And when they click that, it goes straight to the frequently asked questions page. Yeah, so think of your website as the best salesperson you could ever employ and that website is the salesperson giving all the information that that person needs to make the purchase. So by the end of it, the person was like, wow, I don't have any more questions. Okay. We don't want to give them any chance to leave with the thoughts of I have to think about it. Of course it's going to happen, but we have to think from that perspective. The next thing is think of the stupidest person you will ever, ever meet Mm-hmm. And as a website owner, I'm sure you've already had a couple that you go, really, you're asking me that question? And I can tell you after being in business for over 20 years, some of the questions I've had are just like, oh, my God, like, do you even have a brain in your head? But you really need to think of your website as those are the sort of questions people are thinking. And while someone's going to ask you, there's going to be another 10 people that don't ask you that question, but they're thinking it. Right. Okay. And that is going to be the reason why they leave is because they can't find the answer to that question. Some of them will know it's a stupid question, so they're not going to ask it. And when I say these questions, some of these questions are going to be things that are on your website five times or right in front of them. And so many times I thought, oh my God, I wrote that right in front of you. Like just ask Parker. It says there $24 for a seven day trial. Oh, so how long is the trial? Um, (laughs) Seven days. It says it. Yeah. Yeah, things that to me, I'm like, hang on, it's right. And I write it over and over and over. But at the end of the day, if that person is skimming, because that's what people do, they're going to miss it. Right. So we have to think of the, who is the stupidest person who could ever land on your website, build your website for that person. So okay. make it 
simple as possible. It's like they always say, copywriting experts always say, write everything for a fourth grade level. Okay. So don't get technical with words like you're, you know, like I'm looking at what you wrote on your website. Great. It's simple. It's to the point. People try to get too smart and try to use very technical words. I shouldn't have to get a dictionary to find out what you're trying to sell me. Right. And in your case, you haven't done that. So that's perfect. Then the next thing you want to put in skimming like sections. So where you've got what's in the box, it still sort of blends in. So I'd like you to have either what's in the box, bigger writing or a different color. Okay. You put bullet points out underneath, but the first bullet point is quite long. So it almost blends in. So just make it somehow stand out and make some of the words more stand out. So having it where you've got sort of highlighted words or little headings, so little headings, a little bit of information, heading, a little bit of information is the best way because then people can skim through and read what they want to read. No, that's perfect. Okay. And then what I was going to say about that as well is that, like you just said, so they might end up going through to the page and not seeing this what's in the box. And so having that on the actual product page as well is very important. So another good way to do it, and this is why I actually recommend that everyone has on their product pages, um, there's really good tab apps now that you can get for Shopify. And the tab apps, then it's like each tab, one says customer reviews, one says um, uh, delivery, one says return information, and just having that on every page so people don't have to go, oh, where's the delivery information? It's just on the bottom of every page, there's tabs. And it has that options, those options okay. seeing that. I asked you, how much coffee do I get? Yeah. And you said the information's there. But what I mean when I say how much coffee do I get? Yeah, there's two bags. But what does two bags mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I need to put how, like the weight. So they completely understand what they're getting. That I failed to do that. So I can address well, that. And also, what does that mean? Like to me, I like would how many right? Like break it down for them. Yeah. Just even just approximately, this will approximately give you 10 cups of coffee for the month as an example. No, this is brilliant. And I think you don't, you, do you still say whether it's beans or how it's? Yeah. I I didn't bring it over here. So I need to do that. It's on the homepage, but like you said, it needs to be everywhere. So on the homepage under how it works, um, we say whole bean, and I'm just finishing up because I had your voice in my head going, okay, Nicole, that's great. It's about the people, but tell me actually about the coffee. So on that note, you really need to have an upsell of a grinder. So you need to put on, there's a couple bold, does B-O-L-D, does an app. That's okay. um, an upsell app. There's a couple of other ones on the market as well in the app store. But I was also going to say, Customer reviews are very important for you, so you need to add that. So I always recommend there's um, a couple of different apps. So I either recommend Judge Me or I recommend starts with S, and I completely just forgot it. Um, anyway, I'll tell you later. Judge Me is a good one. Okay. What is the app one called? I'm completely, completely forgot. But you need to add. Uh, reviews onto your website so what I recommend for that when you're starting out because you've already got some sales is go back to the people who have already purchased from you and ask them so when you set up the app it actually gives you an option oh are you going to be adding the you said you want to add the USA um, coffee subscriptions is it going to be on the same website or a separate website no, we, we would want to do it on the same website. That's fine. So I'm asking because one of my clients I'm working with at the moment, he's got one website for his English speaking and one for another language. And so we put the review app on that goes across, Judge Me goes across both. Okay. And then you can run the same reviews because it's the same product. They can run on both websites. So that's why I was asking in that case. But okay. in that in your case, it doesn't matter. So Judge Me or the other one... Um, is completely lost from my head but you can use one of those they have great free packages that you can sign up for okay and um what that also helps with these apps so there's like vitals has one built into it but i don't know how great it is because um it doesn't have as great options so judge me and the other one i can't believe i've completely forgotten what it is but what you can do is you can set it up and say send out three reviews so it will send out one review x amount of days after the purchase 
And once you've done that, then you can say automatically five days later, if they haven't left a review, send them another one, another five days later, send them another one. So they get three different emails over like a time span asking for a review. Okay. And I can tell you right now, and I give the example, recently I bought a pair of shoes from the US. I had to get them sent to Europe. I had to send them to like a special US shipping address and then they forwarded them to me. I got an email, beautiful shoes. I'm absolutely in love with them. I can't tell you how much I like just adore them. They sent me one email three days after the, they sent the package, which they hadn't even arrived at that special US shipping address yet because I get a notification when they do, got an email saying, oh, you want to review the shoes? And it's like, I haven't even got the shoes yet. Even if I was in the US, I hadn't received them yet. And then they never asked me again. Wow, okay, yeah. So I would, and I love these shoes. So I would be more, and now I'm like, no, I, I talk about it all the time. Can I be bothered going to their website to leave a review? No. Right. If they would send me an email and say, hey, Caroline, you bought those shoes recently. Do you like them? I'd easily just tick and say yes. Right. Perfect. So sending out a review on more than one occasion is really important. Like don't give up. The system does it automatically. So set it up and then it takes on board the customers you've got in your system and then it sends them the question. Um, reviews are important. Sales pop. I think you should be using that as well, where it's a little pop-up at the bottom saying this person recently purchased. It's social proof that people are purchasing. Okay. And in your case, it's going to pop up saying such and such bought. Well, now it's not legally allowed to say the name. So it says someone bought one month subscription. Someone bought three months subscription. So people can see that popping up. Okay. Another thing that I think that you should look at is the, uh, which I really get into. I don't know if you heard my podcast with the guys from smile.io. I interviewed okay. them months ago and they run an app for um, VIP um, points. So you can have reward points. Yes. Yes. Cause you had mentioned that in one of our strategies and I thought that was brilliant. Just didn't, it's a lack of knowledge, right? So smile mm. is the recommendation is okay. So there's two, there's smile and there's swell. Those are the two that I like. Um, swell actually looks a lot better, but the problem is, is um, I tried to install swell for a client the other day and there was a reason why it wasn't going to work. Um, swell, they charge way too much. Like they've got a basic free package, but you can't do anything. Um, but it does look a lot better. But if you're trying to save money at the moment, go with smile.io. It still looks great. It's, it doesn't have its own landing page. So there's a, there's a few differences. If you don't care about money, go with Swell because I think that it will look exactly like your website and you can embed it onto pages on your website. However, you're talking like $150 a month or something. Right. And so to me, I'm very much about for every single app you need, it just costs a lot of money. I'd rather go, you go with the smile.io. You can go and look at one of my clients' websites. I just put it on yesterday on King Carl, uh, thekingcarl.com. Put it on okay. his website yesterday. And it looks great. You can change the colors. You can make it match your website. Um, you can change the button so it's square. So it will look pretty much like your website. It's like not a problem. And then you link that up to um, your email and then people can sign up and like with him, what I've done, and this is what I like to do with people. I do it with all of my clients is that I give people 500 reward points for signing up to begin with. And then I set that to an amount. So for his website, I've set it to $5 off. So then what that means is that they're like, usually like in your case, we've got the 10% off, but you can change that now and say, you get 500 bonus points for sign up. Right. Which they go into the membership, they go into the members rewards and then points add up. So if they sign up for one month, they get every month, they might get 50 points. And then after three or four months, they, you can say to them, instead of giving them a discount off their monthly subscription, you could say you've got enough points now for something else. Maybe it's a t-shirt, maybe you give them like money off the grinder. There might be something else. Okay. So perfect. you don't have to give them discounts off the subscription. Your rewards program is whatever you want. And if you go and listen to that podcast, he talks about how some of these best reward programs don't give discounts at all. They just give like extra bonuses along the way. Okay, perfect. I will go back and listen to that podcast for sure. Okay, so we've been going forever. I think we've got a million things to do until we speak next time. 
I think that I've given you enough things to take care of until next week. Is there anything else that you want to ask me before we finish up for today? Um, no, this is excellent. We've cleared our schedule all week knowing we were having a conversation with you. So <laughs> we're going to get off and go to work. Okay. That sounds great, Caroline. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So yeah, send me an emails during the week and I look forward to next week to seeing how you go with everything. But you've got a lot to do, but knowing you already, what I know about you, I know that I know that you'll get through it all. Yes, absolutely. I'm determined. <laughs> so yeah, I look forward to talking to you next week again. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. No problems, Nicole. Take care. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast. Join the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash winning with Shopify and get our show notes at justaskparker.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And as a listener, get 20% off at justaskparker.com by using the code podcast.